0: Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who want to learn how to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life, this is the Live This Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. This one I'm kind of doing off the cuff to talk about something that's been a little bit on my mind lately. We've done about 11 or 12 episodes up to this point right now, and in most of them, I kind of pre-plan. I kind of get a general outline of what I want to say and kind of plan out how long I want the episodes to be, but this one, I'm really just going off the cuff to talk about something that I've been very inspired to talk about, and it's come up several times in conversation over the last week or so with a few different people, and the subject is about how some of us always feel like we need to be producing something, or we always need to be busy, or we always need to show that we're doing something, or that we always need to be, quote, up or positive all of the time. You know, I think a lot of what comes into play is how we're influenced by other people with social media. I mean, especially in some of the circles of the people that I'm around, I I, I see how busy some people are, and I see how busy person A is, and how busy person B is, and I don't know. I think maybe I'm kind of squishing all of those people's lives together into something where I feel like, well, I should be accomplishing that and I should be accomplishing that, too. And, you know, it's 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 putting expectations on ourselves and pushing ourselves. It's good in one sense, but also we kind of put unrealistic expectation on ourselves, even when it doesn't come from outside sources and it can lead to basically what I'm going to talk about today. You know, I guess one of the first things that led up to these this subject matter is that, you know, me personally, I'm making strides and trying to make changes every day from being a very pessimistic person, um, from a person who is conditioned to think of the worst case scenario, basically for survival purposes for a long time. Um, but I, I'm trying to to focus a, a lot more on the good, focus more on the positive, you know, and I get reminded of a saying that's something like when you're in a race car and you start to lose control, you don't look at the wall because that's where you're going to go. If you do that, you focus on where you want your car to go and whatever you do, don't look at the wall. So that's basically what I've been trying to do on a daily basis. Very consciously is not look towards the negative things when they present themselves. But it's very, very hard in the circumstances that I'm currently in and the circumstances that I've been in for so long. But even even right now with a career change and a lot of the things that I have going on, uh, I still have a lot of negative people on a day to day basis that I encounter. You know, they breed negativity. There's so many people out in this world who complain and they, they cut other people down and call them names. And, you know, it seems to just be a cultural norm to focus on what is bad Instead of trying to manifest what is good and what we want, they focus on the bad and they complain and criticize. And it's it's very, very hard when you are not that way or you're conscious of not being that way and you're trying to stay positive. I know a lot of office politics, you know, that whole water cooler thing where people seem to go around and, you know, they, they go around the, the water cooler and they talk about whatever sports and people and whatever else. I've never been the kind of person who it seemed like every workplace I've had, had one of those places. And I would walk in a lot of those situations. And if I went in there to get water, you know, I literally got my water and walked out. And I've actually found myself lately. I had walked into one conversation in particular, and uh, I just heard something being said about a person who wasn't there. And I just kind of threw it out there like, wow, I'd hate to see what's said about me once I get my cup of water and leave. And just the group was just, in silence as I walked out. And I feel like that was, it was maybe a little bit of a snide way to sort of shed the light on on what was happening. But you get to the point where you don't really know how to stay positive. Like you're trying to constantly tread water around people who are either complainers or they're focusing on nothing but the negative in the world or the negative in the workplace or the negative things that are out there. I know that a lot of what I was conditioned to look at in life, the negative things, the negative aspect that I had that made a very miserable person out of me, that came a lot from the training and everything that I had in my previous career path. And a lot of it came from the nurture side, too. You know, there's, you know, people always focus on the bad stuff in the world. They they focus on, you know, the school shootings and the plane crashes and the bad parts of politics and the wars that we have going on. And there's nothing but bad, bad, bad in so many people's lives. But how are you supposed to rise above all of that? How are you supposed to rise above the negative things that are going on in the world, the negative things that people say around the water cooler? You know, how are you supposed to be that enlightened person all of the time? How are you supposed to be? the, the focus and example for people like I am on this podcast, like I'm supposed to be, then, you know, you're literally surrounded at all angles by negative people. You know, how are you supposed to stay up and constantly be that enlightened person? You, you really can't. First off, I realized that you need to be patient with yourself. I have needed to be patient with myself through my journey. You aren't always going to be immediately, You're not going to get it all at once. You aren't going to immediately read a book and meditate a few times and expect to be some enlightened guru who's going to go out there and, you know, change the world with everything that you've learned in a short amount of time. I mean, these things take decades, lifetimes, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we have to learn that's not immediately made available to us in our typical way of life and especially in the Western world. When you've come from a place like most of us have the underlying habits and thought patterns have a hard time staying below the surface. Some of those things that we've been hardwired to do and learn and act and our reactions and everything, we have a hard time suppressing a lot of those things when we learn a lot of these new concepts that old default programming kicks back up. And it takes a long time to adopt a new way of thinking. Your neural pathways can and will be rewired, but you have to make a focus, a constant focus of your daily actions, a constant focus of your work. And it takes a long time. Just like conditioning muscles in the gym or for a sport with muscle memory, you have to do the same thing with those muscles over and over and over again. Like when I do boxing training with people, it takes a long time to react when you get hit to immediately hit back or when someone takes a swing, you counter punch. It takes a long time. It's not something you just learn right away. It's one of the hardest things to get conditioned to do, have your muscles and your mind conditioned to do it. But it happens after time. And the same thing happens when you rewire your neural pathways. You rewire your neural pathways when you're triggered by certain people and circumstances to not act a certain way. But it you know, you can know the concepts all you want, but it doesn't show up right away. It's not going to be something that even though you know it inside and out, it doesn't mean that your neural pathways are going to immediately know how to do it. You can, you can know how to, uh, you know, you can know all the, the punches in boxing or, or in other sport. You can, you can know everything about the sport, but unless you're physically doing it, unless you're physically, going through the motions, you're not going to have that real life applied skill until you've done it so many times it becomes second nature and the same thing goes for your operating system. I mean, for me, I, I've been pretty clear that I come from you know, a fairly negative past with the jobs and all the conditioning that I've had and many of the people in my personal life in the past have focused on complaining and perpetuating the bad stuff in the world rather than trying to rise above it. But I've always had to have the same mindset when I come across those kinds of people that I will do all I can when I can do it and have only myself to satisfy with my pace and my accomplishments. And when I see things that I don't like, I have to try to bring myself above those things. If it's something I can't change, then I need to move beyond it. If it's something I can change, then try and take some action. But to sit there and squander your time by complaining about things that either you can't change or you're not willing to change, it just means that your perception is focused on those negative things. Also, I have to understand that I need to move at my own pace. It's something I've come to realize just recently with, you know, just basically in the most recent week. I've had sort of a phase of burnout. And I need to move at my own pace. I need to move my own my own vibe. And if people don't go along with that, I have to sort of phase out those influences within my life. I've had to phase out friendships. And I've even had to phase out certain relatives or limit my exposure to them because of their views of the world and their reactions. And, and uh, you know, instead of being... Proactive people and upbeat people and and people who are looking forward to things and creating their own reality, they're sort of just perpetuating the negative. And that's just something that is the opposite of how I want my life to be. I'll take how my wife has been sick for the last few months as an example. It's resulting in me having to put a lot of things of my own personal development plans on the back burner. And that's just part of my current reality. I have to deal with those things. I can't just say, you know, I don't I don't see those things, they don't exist. It's it's not realistic to do that. You know, that whole speak it, believe it, receive it thing. Yeah, it's great. But you know, there's some things that you just can't turn a blind eye to and pretend they're not there and bury them under the under the rug. You know, you you have to observe certain things that are going on in your life and deal with them. But I've also had to try to put a stop to the negative stuff around me as much as possible. Some people have such, you know, they have genuine care in the situation that we're going through and they they ask and they're genuinely, you know, how are things going? How are things, you know, how are things? But there're also some people out in the world who just thrive on other people's hardships. You know, people, you know, I know some people are trying to help and you know one can argue that venting does help. Talking about a situation, kind of getting things off your chest does help. And that's true, but some people just focus on negative things and the negative, negative aspects of life too much. And they zero in and they talk about it and nothing else. You see, you have to recognize those people in your own life who really never seem to have positive things to discuss. Anything inspiring about their own lives or that they're excited about you know, an idea that they have or some plans that they have or that they're just positive and that they don't talk about things that are that are good. It just seems to be all bad stuff. You have to recognize those kinds of people and really like the water cooler situation. Just try and cut off those conversations, because the more you dwell in those conversations, the more it becomes your focus, even if it's only for a moment. And sometimes you honestly can get really tired with being around negative people and being surrounded by them when you're trying to be so positive, you can only fight against that current for so long that, you know, you just have weak moments sometimes. And I found myself there, you know, quite a few times lately. I have many moments where I don't feel the most enlightened and I don't feel like I've had the most enlightened responses, you know, or I'm not social at work or social around people sometimes, you know, I'm around people all day and sometimes you just need to have your time to just be in solitude, you know, And now, especially that the podcast is out, you know, there's that persona of me on this program you know, it's becoming a thing and people expect me to have all these enlightened perspectives all the time and have some, you know, Deep things to say about certain situations, and sometimes I just want to throw out a few f bombs and say, you know, this situation effing sucks. You know, I, I don't have the strength to just be, you know, up all the time. And you know what? That's okay. You know, I've had to realize that those moments can come and go. It doesn't mean that I'm I'm no longer on this this path that I strive to be on. If I have moments where I've just said, you know, enough's enough, I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want to put up with stuff. I don't want to have that enlightened conversation. I don't want to put out a podcast today. I don't want to put out a, a social media post today. That's okay. You don't know, have to realize I have to make strides when I can, but I also have to realize that I need to retract sometimes. You know, I need to let those moments pass. And you know, if they they come and go, I have to look back on them at some point and say, you know, maybe I wish I had a better reaction. And then sometimes you catch yourself in the middle of it. But either way, it's part of the process. You are allowed to have those moments. You're allowed to just be human. You're allowed to continue to grow, to go through this growth process and have your growth sometimes come from having those lesser enlightened experience and catching yourself afterwards. And eventually you're going to catch yourself closer and closer to the moment. And eventually you'll catch yourself during the moment or maybe before you have that reaction, but it's it's all part of your growth cycle. And the only pace you need to be on is the one that's right for you. It's so hard to not compare ourselves to other people. And you see people, especially you, people that are younger than you, you're like, oh my God, I am burned my years out. This person's way ahead of me and, and all this stuff. You don't have to compare yourself to anybody. You're at your own pace. And as long as you're recognizing these things, You are making progress. The fact that you're listening to this podcast and ones like it, you're on the right track. You are on a positive upward trend. And if you look at it like, you know, a little stock market, sometimes they dip. But most of the time you have trends where things continue to climb. And that's all that matters is that you just have to keep making progress when you can. You'll have a backslide. You'll have a down moment. You recognize it and you just strive for those, those higher moments. You know, recently for me, I've had that added pressure of comments like, I wish you were more like the person that you were on your podcast or how people are surprised when they hear what I have to say now on here because it's different than the person that they may have seen in my past life or what they sometimes see when I'm in my regular life. And, you know, it's it's because much of the outside world isn't affecting me while I'm here doing my recording. I'm, I'm speaking about things that inspire me the most. And I don't have to worry about... Uh, you know, what's going on with this job and this, this thing and that thing. It's my interests coming out in a genuine way and the person that doesn't get distracted by all those other things that are going on in the world. So that's why it's different. I have so many things going on and it's so hard to be the air traffic controller of the life that I have. You do tend to lose yourself when you take on a little bit too much. But when I get to do the podcast you know, I I get to be a person who's a lot more inspired, who gets to talk about things with genuine interest. And I get to focus on those things without outside influences really bombarding me. So, you know, I wish I could do the whole, you know, I'm upbeat to be the whole, you know, be on stage all the time, be that type of person. Absolutely. Um, you know, do I wish that everybody got to see the best of me and nothing but a positive and optimistic and cheerful me? Absolutely. You know, I wish that everybody got to see the most inspiring version of me, but sometimes, you know, I, I just, I'm not that way. Um, am I ashamed when I hear that I'm not that person? No, because I'm, I'm learning and I know that I'm going to make strides whenever I can, you know, and I, I'm not, I know I'm not as elevated as some people that are out there, but that's okay because I'm not them. You know, I'm on my own path. Like I've said, this, the comparison that we always have to other people's paces and their lives is one of the most detrimental things that we do. I know personally that I'm more elevated than some. I have a more elevated perspective than some people, and that doesn't make me better at all. And I know that other people have a more elevated perspective than me. It does that make them better than me. No, it makes them great teachers for what I want to learn, and the people who don't have the elevated perspective like I do, it makes me a great teacher if they are willing to learn. But the most important thing is to not look down on the ones that aren't as elevated, and you know, hopefully, the people that are more elevated, that are um, that are kind of above me and ahead of me in pace, aren't looking down and judging me as well. Um, You know, people who. I feel that are judging me for not being up all the time Uh, you know what can I say you know like I said I'm on my journey just like you are and I applaud you for your progress no matter how much or how little progress you're making and I never force my ideals on how someone should act or react and make them feel less than what they are because of whatever reactions they're having if they feel that their own self-judgments are, are, you know, when they, they compare themselves, if their own self-judgments make them feel self-conscious in a way, that's not on me. You know, I, I've, I've also found that, uh, you know, people who often criticize others the most are the ones who feel deep down inside of themselves that they are they are lacking in something, which is why they do certain things to make themselves feel better about their shortcomings by criticizing others. You know, even in this statement, even in those last couple of things I said, I'm being a bit critical and hypocritical um, because I'm criticizing them for criticizing others. You know, it's important to recognize that those things happen in this process. You know, uh, you recognize it like I am right now and shut it down. So that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. Another part of life that's dragged me a little bit down lately is that I don't feel like I'm moving fast enough on a lot of different fronts. I don't feel like I'm getting enough done every single day. I know personally that I take on too much sometimes, that I, I, I dilute myself quite a bit with all the things that I have going on. Like right now, I have a very demanding full-time career. I have a part-time political career. And I don't feel like I'm getting as much done as I would have liked when you know I, I took on either one of those ventures. And then on top of all that, I have this whole live this life effort that's gaining so much momentum a lot faster than I was planning on. So I feel like I'm not able to, you know, put out as much content as I would like to and that I'm not able to dedicate as much time to any one of those efforts as I would like. I mean, like with Live This Life, I wanted to put out maybe three episodes a week minimum, maybe sometimes get five. um, And when I don't make that mark, I, I, I get down on myself. I'd like each one of these things to be my main focus, but there's just not enough time and I've realized that lately. But... In these past few weeks, I, I tend to get down on myself for the fact that I haven't been being able. I haven't been able to put out as much as I would like on and any of those different uh, prospects that I have going on. And I really don't see how I can cut any of these things out of my life either. I can't really reduce any of these things, so I have to try my best to balance out the responsibilities that I have. Do what I can on each one of those fronts while maintaining a healthy balance of all the other things that really matter to me in my life. I've learned the most important thing that I've learned really is that I don't need to be the best, and I don't have to let other people's expectations um, get the best of me. You know, I, I've I've always been the kind of person who had a fear of not being the best at whatever I did, so I never allowed myself to come in second. I I never allowed myself to slip in any way, to not do something that was going to make me better in whatever it is that I was doing. I always went that extra mile. But I think the lesson that I'm learning in the situation that I'm in right now, um, you know, the thing that maybe taking on all these things all at once has taught me was that I can't be number one at every single thing that I have to be with okay of just giving a, a good effort, just giving a, a, an effort that's good, but it's not the, the absolute 100% best. And that that has to be okay. And trust me, for me, that's been a huge process. For me to just get a few things done on a few fronts and accept that's all I can really do given the amount of responsibilities I have, it has to be that way. But I can't be the best at all of those things, at everything all the time. But also I have to let go of that that never satisfied type thing and just be happy with the progress that I make at the end of each day. I'm doing more than a lot of people and I have to realize that. I'm accumulating a lot of stuff. A lot of these pages in my book of life are getting filled up with a lot of interesting stories. And I just need to be okay with what it is that I'm getting done. I have to not look at social media and squish all these different people's accomplishments together that this person's putting out a book and this person's got a few more episodes than me this week or they've got these interviews that they've they've posted that have been done way before the interviews that, uh, you know, they've, they've done since the interviews that I've done, you know, I have to realize that I just I'm moving at a pace that's that's healthy for what I'm what I'm doing you know, over the last few weeks when I was really sick, um, I had a big problem with not being able to get a lot of stuff done, not going to the gym, not making it to work. Um, and you know, I'd be, I'd be on the couch with a fever, running a fever, and I would still be sitting there answering emails and writing outlines for episodes and working on things, you know, via messenger with clients and answering emails and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like I wasn't getting enough done because I didn't make huge strides towards my goals in those couple of weeks, especially through the holidays. And you know, that, that down day that I had, those down days were still productive. It wasn't like I wasn't doing anything. It's just that I wasn't able to be that high performer and it wasn't good enough for me. And I got down on myself for that. You know, another thing I'll use for an example is if I only get to the gym like 40 minutes a day rather than the hour that I try to set for myself or you know another unreasonable example is if I skip going to the boxing gym at night after I've already worked out at like 5.30, 6 o'clock that morning, I get down on myself for skipping a 6.30 at night session on some days. Um, and, you know, that's not reasonable. You know, some, sometimes you just don't feel like grinding out a huge amount of effort every single day. And I have to realize that sometimes the expectations of myself just really are not reasonable. You know, one dangerous thing that I realized too is that when you try to measure every single day based on some of your most productive days, you know, you managed to get this huge thing done and you got this huge thing done and this huge thing done. You got all these things done on a certain day. If you use those kinds of highly productive days as your benchmark that's not reasonable. You know, like if you take it to the sports arena, you know, sometimes a, a you know, a quarterback can throw for, you know, crazy 450 yards in a game. But the reality does that happen every single game? No. If they're constantly striving for that and they think that they didn't have a good performance if they don't reach those those huge milestones, those you know, once in a season type performances they get down on themselves. That, that would be the same type of analogy that if you're not satisfied with yourself, if you're not having one of those hyper successful, hyper productive days, that's not a healthy benchmark because it's not sustainable. You reasonably cannot do that every day. Many of us in our, in our busy lives, many people have to work multiple jobs, or you're doing all these types of things like I am. You've got family and you're, you're, bouncing around between being coaches or, you know, you're, you're taking kids constantly to places on top of having a full-time job or whatever it is you have going on. We don't take enough quiet time for ourselves. I mean, how often do we actually take rest and relaxation breaks or just family time or time with friends to go out with the guys or the girls, whatever it is you do, or just take some TV time. How many of us actually do that in some of these high performing lives that we, we tend to live. You have to give yourself a break, just like I've learned to do over the last few weeks, you know, or other things will start to suffer and life will start to pass you by in another way. You know, one of the perfect examples I can think of is take Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla. He is the perfect example of someone who is, you know, a workaholic. He he works a ton. You know, he's a billionaire. He's mega successful. He's a genius. He's done a lot of great things. But the guy has said that he's only taken two weeks of vacation in like the last decade. And it was the worst two weeks that he, that he had, uh, you know, he missed out on a whole bunch of stuff. He wasn't able to relax. Sometimes he sleeps at work, you know, he works 80 to hundred hours a week, but he's mega successful, right? He's a billionaire. Well, on the flip side, he's also been married three times. So that right there just shows you that something has to give. And if that's what you have to sacrifice to be quote successful, I mean, me personally, I'm good. You know, I'm good with setting my own pace. I'm good with being second best sometimes. I'm good with not having those benchmark days every single day. And I'm good with just balancing what I can do every day along with being a good husband, being a good father, trying to just take everything in, doing what I can every single day and trying to be the best version of me that I can be. If sometimes that means... I'm not cheerful and say, say good morning to everybody, uh, you know, that I pass sometimes if I don't even make eye contact with people in hallways, so be it. You know, if people don't think that's the most enlightened person in the world, well, you, you know, even Gandhi had bad days. So, um, you know, you, you have to be, you have to be patient with yourself. You have to be, uh, patient with others as well. We're all allowed to have bad days and, uh, or have bad moments within a day it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a bad day if you just have a few moments, and um, you know, moving at a pace that is good for you, balancing what's important to you is is what's most important. You know, for me, I'm balancing the things that are most important to me, and living the life that's most satisfying for me, and that's all that matters. It's for me and me alone to live the type of life that I want to live. And you need to do the same. You need to do those things that balance your life out, not worry about what other people are doing. Give yourself permission to have down moments. Give yourself permission to have down days and give yourself some permission to not always be on stage. You don't always have to be up for everyone all the time. So on that note, I think I'll end this episode, this quick episode said so that I was going to do probably over half an hour long now, but uh, I'll end this episode with a song by Soul Rising from the 2016 album, The Chill Out Sessions. This one's called Float. Until next time, keep living, everybody. Thanks for listening.